Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Christians and friends, the hope in the faith, kingdom, our prayers now on the air. We come to you each and every Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. We are Bible-believing ministry. Our discussions and teachings are solely Christian faith-based. Today's subject, praying for a total commitment to God. Uh, I'd like to join us, our, form, our open forum. You might dial us at the area code one seven two four 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 seven four four four. And enter the call ID one two five zero two six, or listen to us live streaming and on demand at www.talkshoe.com. Yeah, let's see here. And again, I am your host, Elder Michael Body. to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Christians and friends, the hope in the faith kingdom hour of prayer, streaming live, is now on the air. We come to you each and every Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. If you would like to join us and our open forum, you might do so by dialing us at every code. Seven two four 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 seven four four four, and by entering the call ID one two five zero two six, followed by the pound sign. We do ask that you please mute your phones. Our to listen to our live streaming or on demand online. Go to www. TalkShoe.com forward slash TC125026. We are a production of Hope in the Faith Kingdom Ministry, Chicago, Illinois. The number to call us is area code 773 I am your host, Pastor Michael Body. <laughs> 
the Hope Interfaith Kingdom Hour of Prayer. And we are streaming live in the PM on another Friday at 4 o'clock PM. Again, if you would like to join us, you can do so by dialing us at area code 724-444-7444 and enter the call ID 125-026, followed by the pound sign. We ask that you do please mute your phones or you can listen to us live and streaming uh, online at www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC forward slash one two five zero two six, and yes, we are a production of Hope Interfaith Kingdom Ministry, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. The number to call us is area code seven seven three nine two four two seven nine zero. Our special guest on today is Reverend Doctor Milton Shelby, who is the pastor and teacher of the Church of Living Faith at eighteen fifty three East on Seventy Ninth Street in Chicago. And our discussion on today is praying for a total commitment to God. Praying for a total commitment to God. And this is what the Hope Interfaith Kingdom Hour Prayer is about. It's about prayer. We want to talk about different facets and different subjects. And we pray. And this is what this is about. Again, uh, we are a Bible-believing ministry. This uh, hour is based on the teachings of the Bible. Our discussions, our open forums are solely Christian faith-based. We do understand that we can't reach everybody and that we have to minister as God has given us the wisdom so we teach and preach and practice Christian faith base. And so I just wanted to put that out there so uh, any anybody's free to call in, but those are uh, the subjects that we speak on are solely related to the Bible and Christianity. Is it all right? All right. I would just like to stop right here, and I would just like to ask the question, uh, is there anybody online? And if you just happen to be online and you want to give us your name and church affiliation, uh, you might feel free to do so at this time. Hi, Pastor Body. This is uh, Pastor Shelby online with you on this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon. The blessed day it is and what a blessed time it is for us who are still here on this side of the planet today. God has been good to us, and I just called to uh, give you support for your ministry on this afternoon. Pastor Bob, God bless you. God bless you, Dr. Shelby. Is there another? Anybody that might have called in today, you want to just say hello to us? I give us your name and church affiliation. You might feel free to do so. God bless. God bless you. How is everybody doing? I'm just calling in for prayer for my entire family and my church is Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church at 2050, located at 2050 West 59th Street, where Bishop Russell Dixon is our bishop. All right. The word law. 
Mother Wardlaw, God bless you, Mother Wardlaw. Is there another? All right. We want to thank each and every one of you for calling in each and every Friday that make this hour of prayer and teaching the uh, Word of God uh, make it possible. Thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. For he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. So we just praise God because God is good all the time. And all the time God is good. So uh, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't say thank you enough because he just been so good to me. I just can't tell it all. When I look back over my life, I can say my soul looks back and wonder how I got over. I've been through the storm. I've been through the rain. I've been through hard trials. I've been through tribulations. But one thing about it, I made it over. And I praise God for just being God all by himself. Amen. So, uh, again... We're just uh, so happy to be here on this evening. And if you just tuned in, we want to give you an opportunity before we go into our discussion today. We're talking about praying for total uh, commitment to God. We have our special guest today, Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby, pastor of the Church of Living Faith. I am Pastor Michael Body, Hope in the Faith Kingdom Ministries. I am also... Uh, a member and on the staff of Evening Star Missionary uh, Baptist Church, and my pastor is Bishop Vesta L. Dixon. We are located at 2050 West 59th Street in Chicago, Illinois. I invite you to our worship experience on Sunday at 11 o'clock, and you also might join us this Sunday, being the first Sunday of the month, as we observe the observe Holy Communion. I invite you to be my special guest. All right. Is there another? Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is uh, Sister Wells. I give uh, honor to God today for being with my health and my strength and for my family. And uh, I'm going to tune in and listen to it because I need to be more committed to the word. And y'all pray for me that I, I uh, commit myself to do more reading of the Word. Amen. Amen. And that's what it's about, uh, Sister Wells. That is part of the commitment that we're going to talk about on today. And studying of His Word and how we should live. And we're going to talk about things such as uh, we are not perfect, so when we say commitment, we're not saying that by any means that you have to be uh, perfect. Not perfect, but your relationship to God can be committed. We want to invite you to the throne of grace. Let us pray. Father God, the maker, the creator, the giver of every good and perfect gift, uh, 
we come once more in thy sight and in thy presence, thanking you for all of your many blessings. Father, you have kept us another week, and you have brought us uh, to another Friday, Father. We thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. We, we, we thank you just for this opportunity, Father, for us to come together and for us to be able to lift up holy hands. We realize that you are God all by yourself, that you are slow to anger and you quick to mercy, and we thank you for your mercy and your grace and your favor in our lives. We thank you for the ups. We thank you for the downs. We just thank you for everything that you have done for us. Oh, God, we ask that you bless each and every one that is on this line today. Father, we thank you that you bless. Uh, we, we ask that you would bless every minister that is standing and decreeing your word, every saint, Father, that's going forth and worshiping you. Now, Father, we realize that there's evil in the land, there's killing, there's hatred, but we know, Father, that you are God in the midst of whatever. And, Father, we just ask that you allow your permissive will to be done, that you would bless in a mighty way, then, Lord, that you would cover and shield us with your blood, and then fill us with your love. We can't do nothing until you come, Father, so, Father, we ask that you look on the sick, the shut-in, the bereaved, the downcast, those who have don't even know you in a partner of their sins, Father. We realize you are the Lord and the creator of our lives. We ask that you forgive us of our sins and forgive those who have sinned against us, Father. Come and shield us with the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, we need you right now, so we call on your name. Now, Father, as we go forth in this discussion on today, we ask, Father, to allow us to have something said, something done, through word or through deed, that somebody might come crying. What must I do to be saved? Now, Lord, take us and hide us behind the altar in yonder's glory. You take all the glory and all the victory. Just give us the blessings. We lift up and we offer this prayer to you, Father, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
right. This is the Hope Interfaith Kingdom Hour of Prayer. We are streaming live on today. As we go into our discussion, we ask that you be prayerful with us. Are we discussing praying for total uh, commitment to God, total commitment to God? And this is an open form. Open forming that you just give us your attention. If you have a question or if you have a comment, uh, we want to hear what you have to say. And so we added that to our uh, format. And so we want you to also join in uh, and have something to say or ask a question if you have one. As far as total commitment, can you be totally committed to God? Yes, you can. One of the things we have to do as those in the body of Christ, anything that you want, you have to pray and ask God for. And total commitment is one and the same. We have to uh, ask God for total commitment because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. What allows us to have a total commitment is uh, not a whole lot of things, but there are certain things. One of them is present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, another one of the things is uh, in the book of Romans, if you would confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God has raised Christ Jesus from the dead. That is the beginning of your commitment. Another expression of commitment is water baptism. There's a lot of confusion by a lot of people about uh, baptism. There are some doctrines that... Uh, have certain issues about whose name should you baptize in. But I come to serve notice on you, baptism is just a symbol that say, I am a believer. I have accepted Christ. In other words, what I'm saying is that is part of your commitment by being baptized. Well, suppose I wanted to get baptized twice. Well, that's up to you. But the water baptism is not as important as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, a lot of times you see people, and, and it's not wrong, let me correct that, it is not wrong if people want to get baptized a second time because Jesus did it, that's what made it done, okay. But Jesus only did it once. And as a symbol for believers, first of all, we believe. I want you all to get that. You confess, believe in your heart, then you confess with your mouth. Then uh, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. You are now saved. Your commitment begins. You show the symbol by water baptism, which means being emerged. I'm not here to debate other doctrines way of baptism, but... Jesus, when John baptized Jesus, the Bible say he went up under the water and he was immersed. And the Bible said, and straightway out of the water, and a voice from heaven 
saying, this is my beloved son who I am well pleased. So I can only speak from a Christian standpoint. I would believe as Christians is when you are baptized, you show forth the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. You show it then in a physical way. That's not spiritual. That's just water. Water is physical. What happens is you go into the grave, which that water is symbolic of the grave. When you are put down under the water, you are put in the grave, and when which is which is the, you are buried, but you're not left down there because Jesus wasn't left in the grave, and you are raised back up out of the water, which means you are resurrected. So now you have taken care of that part. Now I'm gonna say a couple of more little things, and then we can we can just go for, go at it. Once you get out of the water, uh, this is this is in today's generation. A lot of us don't want any commitment. When you join a church, when you become a member of a church, your first responsibility is to do what? Go into my vineyard and do what? Work, whatever is right. He said, I'll pay. Uh, in today's church, we got what you call bench members, but there's no such thing in the Bible as bench members. Uh, but in the church, we seem to want just to come to be entertained, uh, just come to support this individual or that individual or the pastor, but we have a job, and that's making a commitment. How do I make a commitment to God? First, you make, it's a lot of ways of making a commitment to God. Your tithes and offering. That's a commitment. To my pastor, no. Your tithes and your offering. Somebody say, I pay my tithes, but I, I'm not giving an offering. If you don't pay your offering, you're not, not paying your tithes. Because if you go back and read the book, the book of Malachi, it says tithes and offering. But a lot of time, a lot of us choose the things that fit us. The scripture further says, if any man be in Christ, that means once you accepted Christ, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things become new. But yet in today's church, we go again with the excuse that we use that, well, times have changed, well, things have changed. But Jesus said he was what? In the world but not of the world. I'm not saying we should ride a horse and buggy to church, but I'm saying that we should have a commitment as such as we should hold on to the things that the Bible said do that was written far before a lot. Somebody needs to go on mute. Somebody needs to go on mute. We need to hold on to uh, those things. Uh, two ordinances in the Bible. I'm giving you some more commitment. As a Christian, I'm not here to bash any church, but 
there are some churches that don't practice baptism. And there are some churches that don't uh, practice Holy Communion. And Jesus said he left those two ordinances. It is your responsibility once you are baptized, then Holy Communion. Often as you do this, he said, you show forth my death, burial, resurrection till I come again. And so it is the uh, responsibility of whatever church, pastor, religious leader you have that you follow him. And and then while you are doing this, that you pray. One more thing, and then that's it. Study. To show thyself approved. Study. To show thyself approved. A workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You need to read your word. You need to be in Bible study. You need to be in a Bible-based believing church if you're a Christian, if you're a believer of God. Last but not least, we have to be very careful not to be blown away by every wind of doctrine. That's why the Bible says God gives us pastor after our own heart. Every individual has a pastor, and God has assigned that pastor. And Reverend Jones can't pastor because God didn't give that flock to Reverend Jones that Reverend Brown has. And with all the new technology, Reverend Shelby, the TVs and 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 we go online, and everybody's listening to different ministers, different doctrines, and then uh, we get confused. And that's why it's important that you have a a church home, and that you have a leader who is teaching the word of God. Jesus said, "What my sheep know my voice, and a stranger he will not follow." So now. What I'm talking about is not just being committed, but continuing to pray for total commitment. That word total sounds strange. That's why I wanted to correct that. Let me see if I can fix it for you. There is no kind of commitment except for total commitment. Uh, When you make a commitment in marriage, uh, you don't make a half a commitment. There is only one commitment. All commitments is total. It's either holiness or it's hell. There is but one degree of commitment. So you have to. You can't say, "Well, I'm not there. I believe this, but I don't believe that." So let's not get hung up on doctrinal stuff. Uh, we have to understand that uh, we as believers in God, uh, we, we, we grow through prayer and the study of his word. So at this point, before uh, Reverend Shelby, I know he's just waiting, and uh, I wanted to make sure that nobody has a question or a comment that they want to throw in there, especially we have people that's not even in church because it's difficult to make that commitment. Anybody outside of Pastor Shelby? Because look, this is all of, we we're doing this together, 
and it, and it might be something on your heart, and uh, it, and we want to hear it. We want to share with you today. Why is it that some people have the problem making this commitment? And when you make it, even though you go to a church, that don't mean you're making a commitment to the church because if you was making it to some of these churches, I wouldn't be going. But when I'm going to a church building, an edifice, I'm not I'm not making that commitment to that church. That's just a, that's one station of the kingdom of God. But I'm making that commitment to God. Reverend Shelby. Yes, uh, Pastor Body. A commitment uh, is to God, and and I do agree with you. Commitment to God. Um, I just like to come at it from this angle, uh, Pastor Body, and that is many people have a fear of commitment. Amen. They literally fear being committed to anything. Uh, that's why many people are not uh, per se married today. Uh, they have a, you know, someone in their life, and they work well together. Uh, but when it comes to taking the step of commitment to say we will be together for the rest of our lives, they have a fear of it. Now, I say that because that same fear of commitment also applies when it comes to their relationship with God. They have a fear of giving their life, and I'll use the term totally, to God. And the fear is based upon, for many, is based upon the unknown. They don't know what God, well, I want to be committed to God, but I, I, don't, I don't know what God's going to do with my life. I don't know what he's going to do with my life. So I... Um, I just want to stay in, you know, control, and I'll give them a little bit, but I won't give them all of it. <laughs> okay. So um, many times I find that God's children have a fear of commitment because they don't know what God is going to do with their life. But as I heard one of the listeners say a little earlier, she would like to be more committed towards reading God's Word. And I say that, uh, Pastor Body, because if you read God's word, you will never have fear of the unknown because in his word he tells you what he desires for you and for your life. And I can sum it up. He desires that you have only good flowing into and through your life. So, Commitment is something that I think is very important. Uh, Psalms 37, 3 through 5. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give you what? The desires of your heart. So you have no reason to be fearful of the unknown because he wants to give you the desires of your heart. And last but not least, that fifth verse says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. So when we study, it's not studying. We don't study uh, past the body to, quote, unquote, showboat, to show others how knowledgeable we are 
you know, uh, about Bible verses and scriptures and so forth. But we study so that we can grow in his word. Amen. So that we can learn. And that's where we need uh, commitment. We need to be committed in reading God, committed, I should say, in reading God's word. Would you agree with that? Yes, and I'd also like to say uh, total commitment, as Reverend Sherry was trying to explain what a total commitment is. It is taking self off of every throne of life. When we take ourselves off of every throne of life, where we are the kings and the queens and enthrone Christ, we need to replace our thrones with Christ. Total commitment means Jesus Christ is the Lord of all. And we then should strive for that crown. But we have to understand that we have to suffer to reign. In other words, the commitment goes here, Reverend Shelby. Jesus said if any man should lose his life, he shall gain it. Yes. But if a man shall gain his life, he shall lose it. And we have to understand that is the, one of the mysteries of the kingdom. And I want to add to this before we further go. Because uh, Sister Wells mentioned she wanted, how did you put that? She wanted to uh, grow stronger. Study God's word more. And studying God's words more. more. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. the foundation. That is the foundation. I'm going to put something out here, and uh, a few pa- few pastors and preachers would say some of the things I say. But I know the hearts of people, and I understand their feelings. And a lot of times in our commitments, hard as it might be, I hear people, uh, they'll tell me, they say, uh, Pastor Body, I read the Bible, but this is going on and that's going on, and I really haven't found a church. When I was in this last church, Reverend Jones did that when I was over here. And the church that you go to, I heard that Reverend Jenkins does this. But what we have to understand is, uh, as the scripture said, there was a day when the sons of God presented himself, and the Bible says Satan was there also. And God said, where are you going and from whence have you come? He said, I'm going to and fro, in and out, up and down trying to see who I, whom I can devour. And God spoke to him and said, have you considered my servant Job? What am I saying is, uh, if you want to go through something, become a Christian. If you really wanna, want to get your feelings hurt, go to church. If you want to be talked about, go to church. Because people are in the church. One last thing I want to add in there that we don't understand. The pastor in that church is a person. And I don't know no perfect person, and I don't know a perfect pastor. But I want you to think about this. When you make your commitment, you're not making it to the pastor, are you? You need to be making your commitment to God. But then... 
God uses to man. See, we are just the mailman. That's what I did for years. I delivered mail. But the mail wasn't mine. I delivered mail to different people's house, Dr. Shelby, and it came from other locations. But I didn't have nothing to do with the mail. Right. I had nothing to do with the mail. When I got it to your house, I still, I didn't know what the mail was. That's the same way it is with a man of God, a pastor. Some of them have certain ways. We get upset because one of them goes to jail or one of them get caught in something. He's, he was a man when he became the pastor. But what do I do? Uh, it's so much mess going on in the church. And, you know, being pastor, a lot of people don't want me to say that, this, but I speak the truth. Yes, there is. And there's several churches, quite a few churches that mess is going on. But mess is going on because people are there, and where there are people, there's mess. Why is that? Because where people are, that's where Satan is, because God has a job to do, but guess what else? Satan has a job to do. Don't allow that. And I admit it's hard with me sometimes. But one thing about it, uh, Michelle Brown sings the song with Cosmopolitan Warriors, and she, they say, nobody can turn me around. Regardless of what happens in the body of Christ, many may entangle my feet, but none shall, none shall hold me fast. We have to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. For much as we know our living is not in vain in the Lord Jesus. Because you can't live dirty and die clean. It, people making those excuses now, but it's going to be a reckoning day. I'm not here to bash nobody's parades or this, that, and the other. God created man and woman. He created Adam and Eve. And there are several scriptures on how he wanted us to live. And we know how we want to live, but we want to choose those other ways. And when we go into, go to churches, Dr. Shelby, it's difficult for us to listen to the man of God because we're going coming to church on condition instead of commitment. I'm going to say to you, those that are out of church, make a commitment between God and you that doesn't include a pastor, doesn't include other choir members, doesn't include other greeters. Make a commitment, a total commitment, and I guarantee you that you will see a change in your life. I I concur with that, uh, Pastor Body. The commitment that, that one should be making should be, uh, the commitment should be towards your relationship with God. Amen. You should be committed to have the strongest possible relationship that you could have with God, with our Heavenly Father. And if you make a commitment to having a relationship, a strong, powerful, and what I like to call a spirit-filled relationship with our Heavenly Father, if you talk to him on a daily basis, 
if you call on him on a daily basis, if you recognize him in all of your ways, the scriptures put it another way, acknowledge him. But if you, you can't acknowledge him if you don't recognize him. And, but if you recognize him and call on him daily, you will strengthen your relationship with God. And as you strengthen your relationship with your heavenly father, he will lead you to the right place of worship, the right uh, group of people that you should be around and, and uh, where he wants to place you so that you can grow. It is not meant for everybody to be able to go any place per se and uh, strengthen their relationship with God simply because uh, there are different people on different levels of understanding. And God says, in all of our getting, get an understanding more than anything else. Get an understanding and strengthen your relationship with him. And if you would just commit yourself to that on a daily daily basis, today I'm committed to recognizing God, seeing God in everything that I do, the air that I breathe, the, the, the life in my limbs, I know it comes from God. If you would start to do that on, the, on a little scale, when the big scale comes, it won't be, such a big loop to do because you're already doing it and you're already strengthening your relationship with him and he will lead you and guide you to where you where you need to be. So now when you go into the church where there is negativity, when you go into the house of worship and praise where everything is not uh, hunky-dory, uh, your ability to um, withstand the challenges within the edifice or within the, the, the uh, church itself is not based upon the church, but is based upon your relationship with God. And if your relationship with God is strong or strong enough, nothing or no one around you can shake that, and you will not, uh, you will not allow them to shake your or change your relationship with God. So Amen. it's very important. And to add to that, it's another thing that we don't like to hear. Can I have a total relationship with God and not a church home? I'm not going to hesitate. No. It's impossible. Because in the reading the word of God, it said that we should not be forsaken to assemble ourselves together. People have made excuses for years. Uh, we have even used the technology of the streaming. Well, you can have church at home. No, you can listen to a, a, a religious service at home, but you can't have church. And we have to understand the church didn't come from man. And there is only one church. There are several locations. There are several names. There are several worship styles. But Jesus said to Peter, he said, Thou art Peter, and on this rock, I build my church, and the very gates of hell should not prevail against us, so there always will be a church. So regardless of the ups and downs, as Dr. Shelby said, there are in the church, uh, what also adds the commitment to your relationship is God is your relationship to your church. The church is God's vineyard. 
is part of God's vineyard. You go in the church, and I want to put this out here where we can get it. That's how it works. You go into God's vineyard for several reasons. Worship, to praise him, to hear his word, to be taught his word, to sow, and to reap. After that, he, then you have the power and the strength, because he said you do big and greater things, to go out into his kingdom, in your neighborhoods, in your homes, on your jobs. But no, there is no way possible to have a committed relationship with God. Oh, I took that, take that back. Let me change that. There's only one way possible to have a committed, total relationship with God and not have a church home. And that's to be on your deathbed. And you do like the male factor did on the cross at the last minute. Said to Jesus, when you come in your kingdom, he said, I want you to remember me. And, and, and Jesus saved him right then and there. Well, if you want to take that chance, I, I wasn't sure if that would work with me, so I wanted to present my body a living sacrifice. And listen to that word sacrifice. It means doing extra. It means doing what I might not necessarily be comfortable with. It means doing something that takes me out of my comfort zone. It means that it's not all about me. If you want to talk about uh, I know this song, Reverend Shelby, and I, I used to love that song. Uh, when the uh, singer, I think it's Dottie Peoples, she said, I've been hurt in the church while I'm trying to do God's work by folks that call themselves saved. <laughs> but that's what happened. Uh, we are picked out. Once we're a child of God, and I come to tell you, if you can't take it, you can't make it. Well, let me say this, if you, you will. Have to hold it. You have to put on, and what will, what will make you able to take it is this. Scripture, I'm going to give you scripture. Put on the whole armor of God where you'll be able to stand in the last and evil days against the wiles of the devil, having on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel, the sword of the spirit, and you just have to be dressed up. And with your relationship and commitment with God, he will dress you up, and you will have the tools, you will be an overcomer, you will be able to stand and also remembering that if you resist Satan, and I'm through with it right there, Reverend Shelby, if you resist Satan, because Satan going to come wherever you are. You don't have to be at church. You could, you could be in the uh, at Walgreens. But if you resist Satan, he will flee from your presence. Uh, okay, uh, Pastor Body. What I was going to share with you is that uh, all too often, I think God's children sometimes confuse 
a personal relationship with God with a church relationship with God. That's true. And that's two different things. You can have a church relationship with God, but yet not have a personal relationship with God. What I mean by that is, is that you are a good deacon, a good elder, a good pastor, whatever, you know, position-wise in the church, or just a good bench member. And you go to church regularly, you go to Sunday school, you go to Bible study, and you have an intellectual understanding. You are intellectually astute. You can, you comprehend God's word, and you're able to expound upon it and explain it intellectually, and you do all the things in church that is pretty much required of you to do, and uh, yet outside of church, you don't have that personal relationship with God. You, you, your commitment uh, in church is stronger than your, com- your personal commitment outside of church. And so uh, I say that to say that the most important relationship is your personal relationship. That should be your commitment. Now, once your commitment with God is on a personal level, Coming into the church, that commitment will just simply expand itself and grow, you know, in the, into, uh, into your praise and your worship and, you know, so forth uh, in the church. So uh, I, I think it's uh, important to share with our listeners on today that uh, develop a personal relationship with God with our Heavenly Father, and and it's okay to call him Father. One of the things I loved about Jesus and I love about reading his word is that over and over and over again, Jesus identifies his relationship with with Almighty God as his Father. And that makes it personal. That's, that's you know, I I can come and borrow something from you, uh, Pastor Biden, I can say, I need so and so, so and so. And you may say yes, you may say no. But when I go to my father, I have certain expectations from my father that I don't have, you know, from a stranger. So uh, I'm simply sort of going around the Mayberry Bush to spiritual. That's okay. And I want to I wanna... say, have a personal relationship. Uh, with our Heavenly Father, and the others will fall in place. Yep. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But we want to make it understandable. That personal relationship, it it, it is most, most important. That personal relationship that you get starts, again, when you... Uh, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. That means you really done that. That's that's your person, the beginning of your personal relationship. See, the kingdom of God has a process, and a lot of people try to do that process out of the church, but that's not possible. It begins between you and God. That could be in your living room. So I'm glad that Reverend Shelby brought that forth. It could be. Uh, in your jail cell. But once you accept Christ, 
at this moment it's personal. You you uh, believe me in my heart, confess with your mouth. Next thing, then thou shalt be saved. Then you are baptized. One thing I picked up from you, Reverend Shelby, a lot of people are doing this without that personal relationship first. They are going to the church, and I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up. Just going to the church is not saving you. Going to the church is not making you totally committed. Being in the choir is not making you totally committed. Being uh, 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 several things that Reverend Shelby stated, no, that's not a commitment to God. If you come every Sunday, if you get your tithes every Sunday, and your relationship with God isn't such as God would have it to be, then no, that is not a commitment. Are you, you are you doing this being what we call doc is is religious? See, there's a difference in being religious, and and I'm so glad you brought that up because it almost slipped me. Uh, let's not be religious. Let's be committed. Committed is a process. Religious is just a duty to perform, going through the motions. I go in some churches, and and and, and you would think it's heaven on hell. I mean, you think it's heaven on earth. Excuse me, I didn't mean on hell. Uh, you think it's heaven on earth because the way the service is going, but that the way the church operates itself is far from away in the service. So let us understand your your uh, relationship with God cannot eliminate the church at all. But you got in order for you to establish it, as Reverend Shelby has put out there, you your personal relationship is most important. Because that's your decision making. You deciding I'm gonna follow Christ. No need to, if you already know that you're not gonna give your life to Christ, you're wasting your time going to the church. But I will say this about going to the church. You in the right place at the right time. And I'd rather see a person in the church that got an opportunity to receive the word than the person sitting at home that haven't made a commitment and haven't don't have a relationship with God at all. There's so many of us that are confused, and we should not be deceived. God is not mocked. Just loving God is not enough. Jesus said, if you love me, do what? Feed my sheep. Jesus said, if you love me, follow my commandments. Keep my commandments. So we have to understand what the commandments of God are and what the uh, what the words of the Bible teach us uh, in reference to worship. Read, read all through the book of Psalms. You can't do that at home. Read the hundred number of Psalms. Praise the Lord with the tim- timbrel or the tambourine and dance. Loud sounding cymbals, high sounding. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. And and God wants us to do this. God's want our, He wants our praise. He wants He He wants our worship. And you're not worshiping God at home. That is a commitment God is looking for us to have. And this this is why I emphasize 
because it's been too many years that people have tried to push the church out of loving God, push the church out the way. God, when you say church, you say God. Jesus established the church, and he established the church as his, as God's kingdom. So there's no way you could be attached to God and detached from God's church. Again, uh, Dr. Shelby, I want to thank you for bringing that personal relationship in because it did it, it skipped me, and I really didn't think about it. But let us, uh, that's why two heads are better than one, and I'm so grateful to have Reverend Dr. Shelby, the pastor and the great teacher of uh, the Church of Living Faith, 1853, East on 79th Street in Chicago. Uh, Dr. Shelby, uh, do you have yeah. an announcement for those classes, or they need to be made another day? I, I can make it a, a, a general announcement. We are in the process of offering uh, free music lessons to our youth, ages 13 through 18, Um because we know that in our schools today, they have canceled and taken out the music department. And so we feel that if there's anything we can do to uh, be a part of our community as an outreach, uh, we are extending to any young person in between the ages of 13 and 18 um, the opportunity to learn to play the organ, um, the digital keyboard, the drums, learn voice, learn how to direct the choir, or even learn how to operate a professional 24-channel Allen Heath uh, audio board mix, the kind in the, that you would have in the radio stations. And after these classes, uh, we will be going into the radio stations so that you can see how it's done uh, professionally. If you'd like to know more, this uh, invitation is to the parents. Please call the church at 773-374-5523. To the parents, if you're interested in your child learning music or one of these lessons or learning how to become a professional board engineer, uh, please call the church at 773-374-5523. All right. Thank you, Dr. Shelby. Once again, the clock on the wall says it's time for us to go. We're looking for you next Friday, Hope and the Faith Kingdom. I would pray, and we are streaming live in the p.m. I have been your host, uh, Pastor Michael Body. Let us look to the hills from what's coming our health. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Father, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Let the people of God say, Amen. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.